0: It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 2387, Six Things Real Minimalists Always Do, by Anthony Ungaro of breakthetwitch.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, your narrator, and I'm gonna keep today's intro nice and minimal for Minimalist Monday as we optimize your life. Six Things Real Minimalists Always Do, by Anthony Ungaro of breakthetwitch.com. So do you even have any furniture in your living room anymore? Yes, we have furniture because we truly enjoy not having to sit on the floor all day. I'm often asked similar questions from friends and strangers alike when I discuss minimalism with them. When we talk about minimalism as an idea, many people have vastly different concepts about what it means, and that's perfectly fine. It's a human tendency to look for systems, grade levels, and rankings in our lives. We want to know where our place is in the world. In a way, society is built around this concept as well. First grade through eighth grade, then you're a freshman, eventually a high school senior, then do that all over again in college. Get a good job and you're a business analyst, then a business analyst one, a business analyst two, senior business analyst, business analyst manager, etc. A lot of people try to create artificial rankings in areas of life that do not need them. Minimalism is a very personal journey and an important tool that helps us identify and pursue what we truly want in life. The way we use minimalism as a tool will vary greatly from person to person. If you came to this post hoping for a cut and dry definition of what a real minimalist is, you won't find it here. My approach to minimalism requires a little more thinking about what is important to us and what we want in life. With that, here are six things that real minimalists always do. Number one, seek rules that fit. If a particular structure or system would be helpful, maybe the 100 thing challenge would work. Perhaps playing the minimalist game month after month until the clutter is gone will be the solution. I found that creating space limitations for my clothing was very beneficial to my previously dreaded laundry process. There is no one thing that qualifies nor disqualifies you to be a minimalist. We are minimalist from the start until we decide not to be. Let's remove the aspiring from our minimalist titles and know that minimalism is the constant pursuit of what makes us happy, not a goal to be reached. Number two, experiment. As there is no one minimalism solution that works for everyone, we have to be willing to try different things. It's a personal lifestyle choice that requires us to try new systems and strategies to see what will work best. Be willing to try new things and let them marinate for a while to see how it works for us. If it doesn't go so well, number three, be willing to fail. Failure is how we learn in life. Learn to celebrate failure when a system is too restrictive or doesn't quite work. If having 100 possessions makes us miserable, that means we failed using that particular system. We must learn the difference between failing and being a failure. We must not tie our self-worth to any particular number that someone came up with. What works for some will not work for all. Number four, reduce clutter. Clutter is anything that gets in the way of doing more of what brings us great satisfaction. That may be reducing physical clutter around the house to make cleaning easier and being around the house less stressful. It may be getting rid of five things that can actually encourage more clutter. It's possible that reducing clutter may consist of freeing up time on the calendar to avoid constant busyness. Being a minimalist means reducing clutter in life to pursue that which matters most. Number five, do more of what matters. Now that the clutter is reduced, put that energy towards doing more of what matters, whether that's traveling, finally building up a savings cushion, or spending more time cooking healthy meals for our families. It's all about what matters most. It's been shown that experiences bring the most lasting happiness, and great personal satisfaction comes from helping others. The happiness that comes with decluttering will eventually fade, so we must continually pursue the things that matter most to us. And number six, potentially ignore this list. You may have noticed a theme with the previous points. They're not so much of rules as much as a set of guidelines to find a minimalism approach that works best for you. You can be a minimalist today, and I highly urge you to own that title and go forth into the world viewing life through that lens. In the end, the only thing that will matter is whether we live the life we wanted to live. You just listened to the post titled, Six Things Real Minimalists Always Do by Anthony Angaro of breakthetwitch.com. Thank you to Anthony. Perfect that he ended the list with potentially ignore this list. That's because he's from the camp that will never tell you whether or not you're a quote unquote true minimalist. You won't find him counting his things and telling you that he has exactly five pairs of socks. And you can include me in that boat as well. What I personally think is minimalism is likely different than what you think it is. And I think that's perfectly fine. Personally, I've always called myself a minimalist in training because I get lazy and I don't want to declutter places that are sort of out of sight, out of mind. And there definitely are lots of things I could get rid of, right here in this room, in fact. And my mom helps me remember that. So reducing clutter isn't a normal everyday activity for me. But in my day-to-day life, I do make an effort to only bring in items that I know I'm truly going to use every day, or I'll get rid of it. Again, the bigger problem for me is that accumulation of stuff in my younger years, and that way I wish I learned about minimalism back when I was a teenager. But in any case, it's up to me to decide if I want to call myself a minimalist, and same for you. I think the best part of minimalism is making room for what you truly value. And I believe I am doing that. So you know what? I think I'd call myself a minimalist starting today and totally up to you if you want to do the same. With that, thank you for being here and listening every day. Have a great start to your week and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.